Hello there. Ah. So you can hear me. So many pretend that it isn't the case. Yet we know, we always know. From hairs standing on the end of the back of our necks, the cold draft slipping in from nowhere, that we're never completely alone. Now permit me, if I may, to tell you a ghost story. A real Hollywood mystery that winds like a Portuguese bend, fractures and splits and ends at a bridge. Careful now, and remember, don't lose the thread. Here you go. What's this? Christmas dinner. What does it look like? It all begins with the death of a man very much like myself. Sitting in the San Pedro Men's Correctional Facility, perched atop death's doorstep, a strangling grip on the ketchup bottle, attempting to enjoy his final meal. Richard R. Richardstein. Hello, Rebby. How's your cheeseburger? Considering there's no meat or cheese in it, Rebby, not too bad. Oh, boy oh. How did it come to be? We live and die by the words we lay down. No one knows this better than a man facing the chop. The lamentable events leading up to my death would reveal the farce of this moment. Strange times to be a ghostine. Mr. Richardstein, you have been condemned by a jury of your peers and sentenced to death by lethal injection by the state of California. Do you have any last words? They won't tell you the true nature of my crime. I saw too much truth, the dangerous kind. And as a filmmaker, I wanted to tell about it. Tell me, Rebby, is telling the truth a crime? Insert the needle, 44 cc's, injection underway. Can America ever forgive me? Can you, heed this Rebby, do not get caught in the pendulum swing. Your paps is watching over you. He's close. Yes. Tell Al I love him. And can you do one more thing for me? What is it, Richie? Write this down. Rosebud. Rosebud! What? But the rabbi did not stay to watch the final heartbeat of Richard R. Richardstein. Something called his attention away. Something he could not believe. Oikavolt. Wrong Door Radio proudly presents Detective Q. Episode 1, The Lamentable Death of Richard R. Richardstein and The Case of El Bebe. I'm a detective. It's not my trade so much as my necessity. Former Navy SEAL, Black Ops Division, until I was wounded in combat. Now, I wear a bag where my kidney used to be and I try to keep busy being a civilian. Duty suits me better. But duty to what? This nation isn't the same one I swore to defend. Dirtier, 
greedier and with growing debts and towering walls. Finding meaning is getting difficult. Work these days comprises unglamorous gigs like chasing down some serial stoner at sacred grounds for passing off lawn clippings as weed, or tailing CEOs in their lime green locusts chasing extramarital tail in some dimly lit alcove on the Catalina Island. Seems these old winding, neglected, and crumbling streets give the impression of lawlessness. Anonymity. I guess that's exactly how I ended up here. Nowadays, freedom's just another distant marine layer on the horizon. At least to me. Here in the smog of weed, port and fog, swirling lazily down the dimly lit boulevard. Sometimes I wonder if I'm just another fly caught in a dirty web of crooked, devouring developers, wriggling, uselessly against an already knotted fate. I remember my sergeant's last words. What's the point of defending a sinking ship? But that's when, out of nowhere, a kid appears and addresses me by name. You're the detective, Stephen Quadriel. Do you prefer Steve or Stephen? Whoa. I'm he. Who are you? Why are you out here all alone? Won't your parents be worried? No. That's just the thing. They say he killed her, but they were friends. He was innocent. Who? My guardian. He was executed today. His name was Richard. Extra, extra, read all about it. Richard R. Richardstein executed this morning for murder charges. Extra. He's not a murderer. He was a good man. Despite what they all say, he took me in after... After... Who's taking care of you right now? I take care of myself. There's no one else I can trust. It's not too late. Not too late for what? To show them. Show them that they made a mistake. That they were wrong about him. You want me to clear his name? Yes. You're going to need to find out what happened to her. The woman they say he killed. I think she's still out there. I got this note. I was sitting by my window last night and... The strangest thing... A pigeon flew right into my room. It had a note on its leg. It was written in cursive. Everything you need to know is on the tape. What tape? There is no tape. It was just a note. Something spooky about the whole thing. At first, I thought it was from Dad. He loved birds. Had an aviary he kept. But the writing... This is her passport. Look. America Solaluna, passport issued by the country of Mexico. A beautiful young woman with piercing dark eyes and a look on her face that said she was running from something. How did you get this? Richardstein gave it to me the day he adopted me. He never said why, but I think she's my mother. If you can find her, it will prove he didn't do it. The kid handed him a lunchbox full of small bills. Here's your retainer. It's your standard rate. You'll find it all there in cash. They set him up. I want to know why. I need you, Stephen Quadrille, to do this. Is there anyone I can call for you? It's best if you keep this a secret. If something happens to me, if I disappear suddenly, just... Don't get caught in the web. Can you tell me anything else about... 
But as soon as I look up, I see the kid is gone. San Pedro's streets in the afternoon are full of a hazy, pale, yellow half-light of smog and faded dreams. Towering chimneys belching boiled eggshell smoke, cranes peppering the horizon carrying crates from ship to port. You can almost hear the groans of the workers who toil at the heart of the docks, the old gears grinding, the churning center that keeps the whole city fueled, fed, clothed, but never satiated. Detective Q, my favorite customer. Duder, my friend. The usual. Yes, or actually, no, let me try the, the taco fuego. Ooh, playing with fire today. <laughs> Here you go. Side of mole on the house. Hmm. El chile fantasma. What's that? Ghost pepper. Got any last requests, my friend? Hmm. Say, any recent runaway reports circling the street? Young girl, 15 years old, wide-eyed, razor sharp. Funny feeling I've seen her someplace. You mean El Bebe? Kid rapper? Parents were junkies or something, abandoned her on the steps of a film studio. Famous producer Richard Steen scoops her up, yada yada. Kid becomes insta-famous, yada yada. Famous and recently deceased Richard Richard Steen. Yeah. Shame about Richard Steen. They actually moved him across city lines to expedite the execution. Never seen anything like that. Whole thing felt... sketchy. Hey, careful with that mole, man. Oh, holy! <laughs> it's lethal, man. El Bebe, all over the Bloids. Real name is Dakota. Apparently, she's also known as the Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon? She seemed like a normal kid. Maybe that was just an act. Quadriel pulled up her face on the screen of his phone. Q's eyes watered from the ghost pepper and from an unfamiliar emotion of a parental and protective nature. Twitter is buzzing. Her stepmother already posted a 100K reward. So they want her back, but not too badly. Q, man, are you on the El Bebe case? That's classified. Let me see that picture again. Yeah, that's her all right. Run away or foul play. Why didn't I hear about this? Q, I think you must live in a cave. I like my cave. Nothing bothers me there. Something about this case is bothering you. It pulls on your heartstrings too much. I'd say cool it, but I think there is a reason you are walking towards the fire. Careful, Q. Hate to lose my best customer. 
It's eerie how he does that. Quadriel pulls out a microcassette voice recorder and presses rewind. The white noise of the tape moving on a cassette reel always helped him think, though he often lost his notes amid the garble of tape wearing out from too many re-recordings. Relics from another era, much like P.I.'s themselves. I have a few early premonitions starting the case of El Bebe. The eyes of that kid bore a hole straight to my soul. If you can't fix what's broken in yourself, what makes you think you can rescue someone else who's even more ensnared? Ultimately, I tried to put it all out of my mind. Duter was right. There was something off about the whole thing. Getting involved would be dangerous for my so-called career, as well as the hovering feeling that the kid was involved in something heavy. Is someone there? Your door was open. I hope it's all right that I waited for you here. I just didn't know where else to go. Oh, it's awful. Just awful. Please help me. Waiting by the window was a woman in sunglasses dressed entirely, head to toe, in leopard print, holding a small Bichon Frise lapdog inside her alligator purse. Come in. Have a seat, Detective Quadrill. But you probably already knew that. And you are. Tina Kilimanjaro, the former Mrs. Richard Steen. If that name still means anything in this town... I'm sorry about your loss. Of course, the blasted man, God rest his soul, couldn't just leave gracefully. He left a whole wake in his... wake. Note to self, proceed cautiously, Q. Well, Miss Kilimanjaro, why don't you start at the beginning? Who knows where to begin? It's all so... obfuscated. Richard Steen had a side to him I don't think I could explain. Like, you weren't sure who he was. I don't think anyone really knew. Maybe not even him. He just had to go to South America. Said he was on a spiritual quest or something. Needed to find himself. You know how that goes. Well, if you love a butterfly... Of course. I think a lot of us have that aspect. We just water it down. But not Richie. Something I respected about the man. He never watered himself down, even if it cost us our marriage. And he, his life. But now the kids run off on me. Tell me there's been some word of her whereabouts. Well, have you heard something? Anything? What kid? Don't play coy with me. I found this in her room. Your ad from the newspaper. I don't know where she found it. Most troubling development. Now she is ghosting all her accounts. Never goes a day without posting on the gram or Snapchat. And it's been over 48 hours. She could be dead for all I know. Now tell me what you know, damn it. The gram, I'm not- Instagram, social media, never mind. LAPD are looking for her, but she's too smart. They won't find her. Detective, you do Facebook, don't you? Um. Ouch! Nietzsche! Behave! I'm so sorry. He does that to everyone. Don't take it personally. I have to get back to the studio. Now that Richie is gone, 
Everything's in chaos. My latest worry is how to keep the vultures from descending. Vultures. Richie was a lover of birds. Kept all kinds of unusual creatures. Unusual and expensive. Oh. My life is over! My Richie's gone! Oh! Have a tissue. <laughs> he and I were a good team once. This whole thing feels like a Hollywood movie. Ironic, isn't it? Technically, that'd be a Kierkegaardian irony. You're a funny man. I like you. I'll pay you in advance for anything you can do to find our little girl. This kid has over five million followers, and there's already a hashtag. Hashtag, gone, el bebe, gone. Think it over if you need to. I understand this kind of case may not be what you're used to. You can say that again. Oh, miss, you dropped your... Security access card. Hmm. Astro Porsi Studios. Sunset Strip. Well, perhaps a walk along the Boulevard of Stars is called for. Astro Porsi Studios, please. Sunset and Hancock. Q noticed the taxi driver pulling down the brim of her green fedora to shade her eyes. Nothing like that Hollywood sun, is there? Ich verstehe nicht. Never mind. Okay, breathe, collect her account, follow the clues. Kid's running from someone. She said not to trust the others. Miss Kilimanjaro's grief performance was just a tad bit over the top. Better question, was Dakota running from or to something? She seemed to have a purpose. She seemed sure about Richard Steele. Accused of murder, but no body. Smells like a cover-up. This missing America woman holds a piece of the puzzle. The girl knows it. She's... oddly intrepid. I think she knows more about this than she should. Spooky, she said. Echoes of a conspiracy. Or a curse. You should know better, Q. The driver seemed to glance back at that moment then avert her eyes suddenly. Q got the feeling he wasn't being discreet enough. Driver, we passed the studio. in Excuse me, did you just... Ich kann nicht reden blasen. Sorry, we passed my stop. Driver, did you hear what I said? Stop, driver, stop! Slow down, please! Stop, driver! Let me out! Looking in the rearview mirror, Quadrile noticed a flash of malicious intent in the driver's eyes, and then the knives began to fly towards him. Mother of all that is holy! Q kicked open the passenger door, and Barrel rolled onto the pavement, dodging oncoming cars. What the? Think I lost him. Note to self, must frequent the gym more often. Come on, Ruth, pick up, pick up. This is my private line. How did you get this number, Q? I had it changed specifically. Oh, come dear, let's not fight. 
Can you send your car? I'm sort of in a bad way. You are so dispensable. Are you in danger? Code Naraha, possibly Roha. Lay low, Q. Try not to get yourself killed. So sentimental, aren't we? Well, don't just stand there gaping at the door. Sorry, am I interrupting? Oh, please. Yannick wouldn't let me reschedule. Anything you have to say to me, you can say in front of him. And yes, I trust him. Obviously. He's my dance instructor, after all. You're looking good, Ruth. Ugh. What would even make you say that? I missed you. You bastard. Machiavelli's first rule. Attack is the best defense. Weapon of choice? Flattery. Never was anything great achieved without danger. I don't hear from you in a week. The use of my driver is only for emergency situations, you beast. One apology wouldn't kill you. I had a knife thrown at me. Twice. Two different knives. You could say that's a bit of an emergency. Exactly what time does your husband get home? One apology. I'm in deep this time, Ruth. I'm rattled. You get one cup of tea and then you are out of here. Roger gets home at five, but the nanny will bring the kids around in a quarter of an hour. And I really would like to focus on the boogaloo, if you don't mind. Why on earth did you come here? As if I'd want to see you. Puts me in a compromising, oh, Yannick, position. Lentement, Yannick. Besides, what if they followed you here? They didn't. I really have missed you. Cinq, six, swivel. <laughs> Fine. I'm sorry, lover. And I'm sorry for making you worry. Did you really mean that I was dispensable? Despicable, I'll give you. I'm prone to shouting that when I'm angry. State Assembly MO. I have a lot of people disappointing me on a regular basis. Sort of my thing. Have you taken the case, then? No. I just like getting into knife fights with random cab drivers. It's sort of my thing. Rock! Kiss me quick! Rock! Kiss me, baby! Rock! Kiss me Carlos. quick! Rock! Kiss me, baby! Carlos! Enough! He really is a cracked parrot. Here's your tea. You are as deadly with that damn slipper as you are with insults. Mmm. Manzanilla, muchas gracias. Oh, don't you start. Goodbye, Q. If I see you again, it'll be too soon. I know, dear. I feel it too. Eh? Fee. She didn't even let me finish my tea. Yet there, floating on the surface, was a tiny note reading, Meet me tonight, 12 a.m., our usual spot. Quadril caught the words just before they bled out into a blue blur. He smiled and sipped it slow. Hollywood, a seedier town you won't find anywhere around. It was 15 years since Alad Richardstein had last stepped foot on these boulevards, a short time for an old man, as he realized he was becoming, a fact that gave his heart a leaden quality. Not everyone is so lucky to grow old. Long Black, 
Wait, make that flat one. We don't have that here. Give me a break, you bloody yank. It's just a creamy cappuccino. You telling me you don't got that? Look, someone I love has been executed. Someone I love more than anyone on this earth has been sentenced. Never mind. Fuck you. As he caused a scene at the Enigma coffee shop on Hollywood Boulevard, there was one patron who took a particular vested interest. Detective Quadrille put down his paper and discreetly followed the New Zealander out the door, whose white hair and jungle fatigue stood out like a zebra in this Sahara of actors, lawyers, and would-be models. Excuse me. I was wondering if I could ask you some questions about Richard Richardstein. Who wants to know? Detective Quadrille. Nope, not a naughty no. I'm looking for someone who I believe may be in some trouble. The detective holds up a passport of the missing woman, America Solaluna. Can you tell me what you know about America? You don't think something like this could happen? You never think, oh my god, someone could die. You want to know about America? Let me tell you a little story first. Me paps used to run the biggest power plant in the state of New Jersey. This is unrelated, except that I've learned since my schooling in the mysteries of life that there is nothing that is not connected in this verse. Do I have your attention, Detective Quadrille? Why don't we step into my van? It's not as sketchy as it sounds, I promise. You were saying, Mr. Richardson? Don't call me that. Just Alan. I've lived in the shadow of my brother for a long time. Something I never thought to appreciate before his passing. Now I feel unworthy of the connection between us. Makes me feel gross, man. May as well call me that, Grossman. Where were we? Ah yes, story time. So back to my paps, Randolph Richardstein. Worked at the Pendulum Operated Nuclear Fusion Plant, the first of its kind in New Jersey. Paps was tasked to ensure the Pendulum's smooth operation. A real company man, the best nuclear technician in the country. But he was crushed in the Pendulum. Wrong place, wrong time. Now I feel the gears turn, not by fate, but by man. Q sized up the van, taking in his surroundings. Retrofitted beauty of a living van. So he takes pride in something, if not his appearance. Stained and sweat-damp dungarees, but with every pocket and tool fitting imaginable. Tactical. Unexpected. A few different thoughts begin to occur to me simultaneously. Thought one. What was the motive behind the attack in the cab? Had someone seen me with Dakota that night at the docks? It's possible someone had seen the transaction and knew that I was on the case and that someone had tried to eliminate me quietly. Except, began, thought too, that the probability of having been sighted was extremely low given the thick cover of marine layer that night and my genuinely low profile as a mostly unemployed PI. Thought three. The kid must either be a frickin' ninja, or more likely is aided by a trained adult, someone in the know. Perhaps that someone wanted me out of the way. Who could it be? Alan, ostensibly her uncle, doesn't seem to have a clue about the kid, hasn't even mentioned her. 
neglectful, or kept in the dark intentionally. I am beginning to see why the kid had said, Don't let the others know. The detective could almost feel the net of potentialities tightening around him, suffocating him. The whole thing reeked of... (coughs) What are you smoking? (coughs) Brazilian gold. You smoke weed, man. I'm good. Thanks. Was he, though? A slow trickle down the back of his neck was making his hairs stand on end, bringing his attention to some unexplored shadow, and what was lurking there was... Poor Peps. If only your sons could have learned from your mistake. Peps, I'm sorry. Be quiet! Uh, I'm sorry, I just... I need some air. Sure, Mick. Let's catch some air. Now... Where was I? But the thought sputtered out like a dispersing molecule in a fine distillate. Were thoughts really only as containable as mist? That feeling, though. And then the screams. Just one small sleep on a small chemical spill. Is this related at all to anything? I'm going to ask you again. Is this related at all to anything? Yes. See, as it stands... I don't see a reason to keep on living. You can ask your questions, little man, but I don't have no answers except that America is a metaphor. She's a lost ghost caught in a cruel web. Wrong place, wrong time. It was all comic if you ask me. Richie and America, two lines of fate that should never have crossed. It comes back to the pendulum, it always does. But you don't really want to hear my thoughts on the matter. You'll make your own conclusions like everyone else. Tell me, Dick, do you believe in ghostings? I'm not here to make conversation. What do you know about America? Who exactly sent you? I don't gotta talk to no feds and no glubby men men. Your accent is perplexing because it's obviously fake. Read my lips. Get stuffed! Now, I need some straight answers, Mick. What's it to you? Desperately, Q pulled the card that always worked. Look, I'm just here to help a little girl. Does the name Dakota mean anything to you? Sunshine's kid mixed up in this. Bloody perfect. Oh, fuck. Who's Sunshine? Nothing. Sorry. End of conversation. Sunshine, does that name mean something to you? Yes. Pain and heartbreak. the hell was sunshine? The usual spot, the pink trumpet. This was Ruth Florida's preferred meeting place when husband Roger was away on business. A pink neon lamp in the alley illuminated the path near the rear entrance. The back room reserved strictly for VIPs. You got business here? The SS Iowa sails smoothly at midnight. Oh, Miss Florida, I didn't recognize you. Love the pantsuit. Ruth's heels clicked down the old iron staircase, past the yellowed portraits of infamous clientele. Charles Bukowski, womanizer and writer. Joe Pegleg Morgan, crime lord. Virgo Vikovanov, figure skater and known Russian spy. Behind the velvet curtain, an attractive and worldly woman in a white suit and green fedora was waiting beside a wooden crate which squawked. Squawk! 
Madame Sakashmuska, your reputation precedes you. I know old Romanian Yiddish is your preferred tongue, but unfortunately it is considered a dead language, at least as far as translators are concerned. My apologies, I could not find anyone suitable on short notice. Madame Sakashmuska placed a tape player on the table, inserted a cassette tape, and pushed play. After all, Madame was nothing if not prepared. This tape is pre-recorded in English, so we will understand each other crystal clear. I'm the only pre-Cambrian ornithologist in the region. I appreciate you sought me out specifically. I didn't expect you to bring the cargo inside. How do you know this is the real article? I anticipate you ask this question. See, to get the answer you want, you just have to know the right questions to ask, and I know all of them. These boys were record keepers of repressed Nazi research and many war secrets. Show me. List the transmutational genomes, experimental fusion codes in alphabetical order. H24213 QR7 code word Kinaro Rock H24918 XV7 code word Ixlan Rock H25114RB9 code word Oediba. Impressive. Remarkable, really. They remember these from the Second World War. Precambrian pigeons have lifespan of 120 years. Used as code carriers, no need for notes or physical evidence. Only four are left, and I have two of them. Certainly are beautiful. How much are you asking? I need information. Access. My price is the employment with the Sultan's inner sanctum. <gasps> the Sultan? What makes you think I have such sway? I also anticipated you asked this question, because I know the Sultan brokered this deal privately and arranged for this meeting so much for discretion. Of course, the Sultan wants eyes and ears on the deal, I understand. And I want inside. And what makes you think the Sultan would consider such an offer? Or... You may choose to walk away, and I will simply take my business to the nearest auction house. Miami is supposed to be extremely nice this time of year, and full of eager bidders. It would certainly be in your best interest to guard those secrets, madame. Are you threatening me? You might assume I am threatening you at this juncture, but... What would be the point when I can just ask these birds? Oh, little fellow, tell me how you know whose pocket Assemblywoman Ruth Florida is in. This is absurd. Ruth Florida, voting District 34, rock! The Sultan's bankroll, rock! The Sultan's bankroll! That's simply the word of a pigeon against mine. We will soon see who your constituents choose to believe. A large election is approaching for you. These birds are stolen. Do you think you could keep that quiet? I won't touch this deal, you hear me? Miami auctions do tend to fetch the best price. Happy bidding. The Seraglio awaits you, Assemblywoman. The trombonist is on fire.
I hope I'm not blowing up your spot. Jesus, Q. How long have you been standing there? I like your new bodyguard, Victor. He's very friendly. He doesn't hold his drink well. Or his job, either. I'm guessing that what I just saw never happened? You presume correct. Only I might actually need your help on this one. Are you going to stand there? Or are you going to dance with me? Ooh. Yannick has really improved your footwork. That's not all he's improved. I'm learning a little French, too. You're not jealous, are you? Of course I am. Where's your hat? I love it when you wear your detective hat. Put it on for me, Q. It's not a detective hat. It's a rain hat. What's this about? Don't tell me you wanted to see me. You know I have to put on a different face for the public. You're the only one who gets to see the real me, Q. Not even my husband sees this version. Ruth, your rhythm is off. What's wrong? Q, I've got some disturbing news. Is the price of macaws increasing? Never you mind about that. I assume the rumors are true that you're on the most high-profile case of the moment. If you think, I will corroborate your sources. Check your assumptions. <laughs> Are you here to investigate deeply into my affairs? Ruth? Ruth? Ooh. There's no room for friendships or allies. What about co-conspirators? I need you to fly the coop, drop the case, and stay clear away from the kid. If you happen to hear any word, I need to know. I can't believe you neglected to tell the authorities- The authorities? You're forgetting I'm not strictly a civilian. I've seen the other side and have the scars to prove it. You know as well as I do that authority doesn't mean the same thing in this era. Why, of course, Q. I only meant- Not to mention client privilege which you're asking me to breach just by having this conversation. Q, I'm worried is all. I can't sleep What knowing... do you know about the knife-wielding cab driver? Were they paid to hit me or to miss? Oh, Q, don't ask me such questions as if I know. I'm over my head in this one as much as you. Who are you protecting? There are some dangerous people after me. And if you're not careful, they'll be after you, too. Seems they already are. We have eyes on you at three o'clock. As Quadrille glanced over his shoulder, he noticed a white-haired rabbi peeking through the cracked curtain. Excuse me for a moment. Sir, this room is supposed to be secure, meaning no access for patrons. I'm sorry. Sorry doesn't cut it. Damn it now, what do you want? I just got lost. Please. Q, easy now. I'm sure it's nothing. My hat it is. So they think I'm a fool. Then I'll just let my guard down for some rabbi. Hear me out. How about I have security show you out? I have sensitive information regarding Richard R. Richardstein. Richardstein? What do you know about RRR? Please. May we talk in private? I'll find you in the foyer. It's about the assets he left behind. Silver and gelatin. Assets. Young man, I'm talking about the evidence. The tape, son. The tape! I've said too much. The walls have ears. Uh, call me at the synagogue. Who told you this was the place to find me? 
The kid uh, said she was a friend of yours. Kid? Where did you see her? Oh, she, she's just outside now. Hey, wait! Oh, hey, 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 Did you see a kid come through here? Q, look out! I turned around in time to see a flash of silver in those deadly green eyes. As many times as it happens to you, you're never prepared to get a knife thrown at your chest. This time, however, I had an armored plate in my vest. Bruce, get out of here! Kill. In the chaos, I saw a glimpse of the kid. She called out, Spider. Not to me, to some shadow who quickly vanished. And before I could reach her, someone pulled the kid onto a train as it raced by. Gone, El Bebe, gone. Seems you have blown up my spot after all. What about you? We never saw each other tonight, understand? You need to get out of here, it's not secure. No, I'm endangering you anytime we speak. Q, you need to get out of the city. I know what they want and you've got it. Don't ask me to explain. Tell me, Ruth. Don't keep me in the dark. How the hell did you get entangled in a racket like this? Just what is cooking here, Florida? I'll send word. Now go. I hate when you're a step ahead of me. Get used to it. It was the rabbi's terror-stricken face that continued to burn in my mind that night, along with the whispered word of the kid. Spider. I felt the crawling of many legs across the walls as insomnia crept over my frayed nerves and kept my eyes fixed on the shadows in my room. Yes? Detective Quadrio, you're still awake. It's late. Who is this? Q could hear the thunder of a train in the distance. You need to be more careful. Your services are required. Sharp and slow is better than fast and blunt. You know what kind of monsters are out there. Yes, I do. This isn't a fairy tale, Detective. Where the path is laid out before you, you won't find any crumbs. Where can I find the kid? You won't see her again, unless... The kid's in a lot of danger, and I think you know it. That's not your concern. Find the woman. Do the job. He had a job to do. Pour the coffee down the gritty black sludge. Put on his jacket, the one with the steel plates. Tactical. Q fixes his rain hat low on his brow as he waits for the bus to arrive. His hands in his pockets, he discovers a calling card that the rabbi must have slipped in there. Temple Beth Am. This is Detective Quadrille. I'm calling for the rabbi doily. Reply to his query. Please hold. Detective, was it? This is Rabbi Doily. We met at the Pink Trumpet. The Pink Trumpet? No, I don't think so. You must be mistaken. Last night. You gave me your card. I spoke with you. I was at home with my wife last night, Boyo. Oh, well, we did go out. But it was just a bingo. And we were in by 8 p.m. You said you were a detective? Do you need my alibi? I'm happy to cooperate. No, no, it's all right. You did know a Richard Richardstein, didn't you? It was you that sat with him. 
yes, uh, I sat with him. Final meal, cheeseburger, french fries, and nothing out of the ordinary. Absolutely nothing. I saw nothing that night. It doesn't sound like nothing. What's scaring you right now, Rabbi? The pendulum, son. The pendulum. Chapter one is in the bag. Next time. Everyone Q knows is under threat. Has our hero been caught in a deadly web? Tune in for episode two, Detective Q and the Dead Doorman. This has been a Wrong Door Radio production featuring the finest talent in Chicago. Our cast of characters, Reggie Simon as Detective Q, Tia Pinson as Dakota, a.k.a. El Bebe, and Ms. Tina Kilimanjaro, Lindsay Dorcas as Assemblywoman Ruth Florida, Cindy Gold as Madame Sakashmuska, Avi Roque as Duder Palmetto, Michael Lample as the Rabbi Doily, and Alan Grossman Richardstein, Kevin Talmer Whitener as dance instructor Yannick, and Weston Williams as the narrator, associate producer and technical architect, Matthew Lample. Recorded at Experimental Sound Studio in Chicago and produced by Wrong Door Radio. Sound mix by Andrew Lample. Klezmer Fiddle by Daniel Hoffman. Ojos Negros by Raul Garello. Soledad by Astor Piazzola. And Blue Lou Loop by Lord Fly, Dan Williams, and his orchestra. Our theme song is by Michael Lample. Special thanks to Julie Ritchie and Christian Lovinati at Filament Theater. If you'd like to support... Visit patreon.com backslash wrongdoorradio. Show us some love. Your monthly contribution keeps art on the airwaves.